The Boiled Sports Podcast Network is sponsored by Homefield Apparel. Go to homefieldapparel.com and enter Boiled23 to get 15% off your first order. Homefield Apparel, wear one for the team. And by AJ's Burgers and Beef on Vine Street in West Lafayette. Visit eataj's.com to order or just stop in. AJ's Burgers, Beef, Beer. Welcome to the Purdue Basketball Beat. Biggest listed as a handsome hour. I, I think, think it's a basketball beat. I'm going to give it to them. It's, Let's it's go. a basketball beat. Uh, episode basketball. one of uh, <laughs> the reboot. <laughs> exactly. The reboot. Available yeah. on Disney Plus. Basketball only, only exclusively B2. available on Disney Plus. Uh, of course, you no know, one is the blackout uh, period. What's that? I will. I will note, uh, Anish. Nobody's in the uh, in the margin. Usually by now we've got people. Of course, we did the the smartest thing. I think when you do one of these is don't tell anybody it's coming. Keep it right. as quiet. I as put out, I put out a tweet. I put out a tweet. Don't publicize it. Listen, when everyone is out there trying to market things and trying to like gain exposure and all of that, you've got to swim against the tide. Exactly. <laughs> and you got no to do promotion. what no one else is doing. And what no one else is doing is not marketing. Their exactly. unlisted link. Very hard to find it. Taking a one-year break from a show, that, that, right. that type, and then just like right. popping up and introducing it as if exactly. I've been here this whole time. I love it. I love it. Silent partner, you're more of a silent partner anyway. Well, I've I've I have curtailed my Twitter usage, which was my loudest forum. For That's the smartest thing to do, by the way. We should. My mental too. health is just. <laughs> I mean, you, still in the corner, you look beautiful. I mean, since the Twitter's gone, I mean, look at you. Gosh. I know. Mm. I know. He's lost weight. He looks more healthy. I have not lost weight, and I am far <laughs> less healthy. But you're off Twitter. So <laughs> some I'm wearing a right, hat. Right. So that changes the whole look. That changes. Well, you're covering look. up your hair, which I, yeah, no, the hat's good. Put the hat back yeah, on. Yeah, the hat. I'm going for like a, in honor of the Deadpool trailer, I'm going for a Wolverine look. Yeah, yeah. So is it is it Hugh Jackman in the Deadpool? Is that, is that yeah, right? yeah. As going to be a, but but there was no cl- that trailer was one of those that you can't. You, I have no idea what's going on. No clip. Right, but that, right. it was the first trailer, so they'll have more later. I don't know when the movie's supposed to come out. I think it's July or I think it's July. Oh yeah, yeah. There's lots of time. There's lots of time. If it's uh, Deadpool, it's gonna be funny though. Yeah, it'll be pretty good. <clears throat> I, I, also, just, pretty good. Purdue basketball. Purdue is pretty good. Good segue. Good segue. Oh, man, he's yeah. still got it. Mm, you're still off, got and it. then you just come back with segues like. Yeah, I just man. pop on the court and just start draining threes. That's <laughs> what I do. You're like the Miles Colvin of our team. Uh, yeah. Everybody no kind of was for more time, and then when you come on, you just deliver. That's I don't tell you. Let me tell you about Miles. Here's the thing. Okay. There's been several times this season where he's had the opportunity to just destroy the rim. And it just hasn't worked out 
for like whatever reason. Yeah. Next season, that dude is going to be putting up a highlight a game. I mean, you can just tell that he's. If he got more than four minutes a game, he might put oh, him he, up now. It's hard to get minutes on this team. This team is pretty good. I know, but what I think, and I think we talked about this the, the last show, but like to, to come in and he, he literally he'll have like three to seven minutes when he does play. Mm-hmm. And he always hits like one or two threes. Yeah, or or has a chance at a dunk, and it's like paints like nice job. Come over and sit next to me. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> you broke a sweat. Come on over here. But that's amazing, man. Like I don't know, I, to be like microwave hot right away. That's amazing. Yeah. That, it's a mentality thing. It's a it's a he knows that he's good enough. Yeah. Yeah, but imagine he's sitting. Good. Imagine I, I sitting for a like, week. Right, right. And, but like players all over the country come into teams that and they think they're going to get a bunch of minutes and they don't. And then you right. put them in and they're tentative or That's they're what I mean. And in this, he's one of the few that Ivy was the same way. <laughs> and uh, just you put him in for a little bit and he just what goes you say, out. But Ivy never lacked for minutes. I, well, Ivy had the mentality, he did not have the stroke, especially no. as a freshman. Right. Um, he would come in and at times other times man he was he was electric though he was fun so uh, it's gonna be fun like there was a there's a uh, one of the i don't know if he works for purdue one of the photographers i think i said it, i think i said to all you guys of huh stein. no not stein not stein one of the other guys but he put together that that fast shutter uh video right you know? that wasn't video at all it was all individual no. photos but it was all dudes above the rim right way above the rim holy moly <laughs> Oh my gosh! Gosh darn it! It's it's, it's that is that is something that you couldn't say about a Purdue team ten years ago. I mean, just this it's year. It's weird to be that athletic as a Purdue team. I'm not gonna lie. It's it's, it's still, a very unusual feeling. Yeah, it's it's still kind of funny that the reputation for Purdue being like a real slow, unathletic, below the rim team is still kind of out there. Why is that weird? They have some. They have some guys. Aside from Carson Edwards and Smooge, I guess, and. It's been a few guys, but like, but it Smooge was never like a, a right. No, I guess you're, you're making my point here. I, I don't think that reputation was not well earned. Oh, very well earned. Jacob Lawson. <laughs> I was thinking of someone Michael loves. So, so the, I thought about him uh, earlier this week because uh, of course when, you did. When Purdue was was pasting selling insurance somewhere. I yeah. Well, hopefully. Uh, when uh, when Purdue was pasting IU, IU. Twitter fans were posting about their biggest win over uh, Purdue. And that came like in Lawson's final season with Purdue. And he's when he stole the ball from Zeller and mm-hmm. had that great dunk. I remember that feeling. I was like, Oh hell yeah. yeah. And then it was yeah. all downhill. After it's going to be great. Can't wait. Can't wait till what's <laughs> next. Great. He's and at high point. Everything just fell apart. Yeah. They were talking about their best wins over Purdue during that game. Listen, if you're an IU fan, what else are you going to talk about? I don't know. I just would stop talking. That's always an option. No, it's it's Twitter and it's IU fans. Like, what are you expecting? Right, right. There's nothing to say anymore, man. There's nothing to say. So, since we always spend some time on IU, I want want a consensus here. Is Mike Woodson getting fired? No. No. I don't want this. No. No. Should Mike Woodson be getting fired? Yes. It's your three and he's an alum. I don't don't think... He's going to get fired, but I. Uh oh. Uh oh. See, I could just see you stroking your beard, so that that was working. Anisha's 
Anish is uh, in in a part of uh, Western Pennsylvania that lacks for uh, internet. Internet. It's a it's a it's the hills affect it. It's he, he's got a guy that he's hired that's out like turning a crank outside, and <laughs> the dude was on break apparently. So. I wanted to hear what he was going to say. He said someone earlier asked if we were going to let Anish talk, which makes it sound like we put Anish in a corner and don't let him speak, which I think we all know. That's <laughs> no one puts Anish in the corner. <laughs> But but Woodson, sh okay. I said, will he be? Should he be fired? He should, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, for oh, sure. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if you're being objective, oh, bye, Anish. There he is. He's back. Um, he's doing. He's not doing very much with a lot of talent, and he's getting absolutely just hammered by Purdue. Yeah. Like hammered I, by Purdue. Boy, had a great thing in his quick cast today saying that he. And I love this point because I think they all think when Edie leaves that that's the end of this. It's the end. They definitely think that a lot of the yeah, Big Ten yeah. does, yeah. And I don't think, I mean, and I'm we're I heard too. it from three different people that were in different demographics, and right. I was like, this must be a talking point. This well, and your point was, your point. point was, they're not going to be number one, most likely, most likely, most likely next year. But, but the idea that this isn't going to continue, like, is so, nonsense. Hold on, let's let's try let's try this again. Much Hello, better. can you hear me? Oh, okay, very well. Um, so while uh, I'm not going to abide by your smart ass comments while the internet is still working, I'm just going to get my point out real quick. <laughs> right. I don't. He's got to be fast. I don't. I know exactly. I don't think it's against the. Um, I, I, I. It's not. It's unlikely that they fire him after the year, unless there's no. You know, unless they basically bought him out and lose out. Right. But Pull I don't Michigan. think it's. I don't think it's out of the question that he retires. Like I don't um, think it's out of the question that he like he sees away. the writing on the wall and says exactly. I'm not and he fire me. sees that he's a lame duck coach. Sees that there's Dusty May like out there as a potential like viable option, and it's like Dusty just May walks Park. away. I don't. Know. I don't know, and I don't no. care. I was wrong Dusty about May. Archie. So he, he, yeah, he fired Dane Fife for daring to challenge him. Right. This is I, there, There's an ego at play here. I would and love. Ego doesn't yeah. let people walk away. I I don't know. I I think, um, but also ego is. It's really hard to fight the win total number. You know what I mean? Like even for ego, right? Um, and then you might see what's happening to Juwan and say like, hey, maybe I don't want that kind of an ending. Um, you know, at my yeah. at the Alma. Everybody wants that's, a happy. It's all very. It's all very rational. <laughs> but listen to his post game comments. It's not his fault that they're losing. It's the the players aren't trying hard enough. This is not a guy that has accepted his responsibility. It's yeah, that's wild. That's when you hear, when it, you hear it's kind of crazy the things he's been right? saying. Both of them are doing that. They're both throwing their players under the bus. I mean, it's not out of the question that Ohio State, Michigan, IU, and Louisville all open this offseason. Like, I think it's unlikely. It's less. It's it's less likely than more than all four will be open. But that would be wild. That would be Ohio State. Louisville wild. have to open up, right? I don't know Ohio about State Louisville. You think you think Louisville is a definite? I I think oh, Louisville yes. is number one on that list. Yeah. Yes. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. You can't. I know You're, they've been terrible, done. but what is it? Two seasons. That's a short I mean, they, he should have been fired last year. One Just season, bring, you know. Yes. Rick Petito, Rick Petito's. Like right it was there. a rebuild. I mean, it's Petito's like right a, there. Rick Petito's that would right be. There. That'd be awesome. Oh, that'd be amazing. I want that it. would be. That would be incredible. It's like you know, it's only a matter of time before Petrino's back at Arkansas, right? Something like that's gonna. Well, yeah, exactly. It's not exactly. It's everything that's old is new again. Um, yeah. I mean, like yeah. so. When will Beard be back four. at Texas? 
So that's the thing. Well, hey, it will be if all four of those open, will Beard get one of those jobs? Oh, oh how quick we forget. Um, so Beard in Indiana. I think we've talked about that. Yeah, that that terrifies me. But of the four, of the four jobs that could open, I think IU is probably at the bottom of that list. Like, I think they are most likely to let him roll the, another year. Oh, okay. You think, you bottom know? in terms of likely to open. Likelihood, yeah, exactly. I, think, I mean, like, Ohio I think, State is the most likely to open. I think. I think Louisville. I think no, Louisville's. A I think Ohio State's more likely one, but, than Louisville. Yeah. Just because they've. This is Holtman's second terrible year, and he's been terrible. there what yeah. five or six years at least. Do you remember how bad Louisville was last year? I do. They were like four I and twenty-three. Historically awful for Louisville, right? And but, and this is a program that's been pretty consistently yeah, good. Kenny Payne, like man, he's he's like kind of a legend in in Kentucky. I know. But you have to think, is the Louisville Athletic Department stable enough to do that? Yes. Meanwhile, because meanwhile, they, got, they, got Ohio, money. they got money. Meanwhile, Ohio State mm-hmm. just hired Texas A&M's guy. So who the heck knows what's going on? Yeah. I mean, to be their athletic director. It doesn't make any sense. There's no it ties to it. makes a ton it. of sense. Perfect sense. <sighs> it's money. It's the fundraising, right? It's the money spigot. That and so maybe Ohio State is at the top just because there's a new AD. He's itching to make a new big hire, a big splash, and fail upwards yet again. Yeah, that's a good point. Jason Ringer talks about Patino going back to being OC at Arkansas. I mean, like that's exactly that old old is new thing. It's it's wild. But it and it it works about. Do you think it works more than half of the time when when a guy goes back to his old? Does it? Ground? No, it works like twenty five percent of the time. <laughs> you think? Kansas Maybe, State, yeah, right? Snyder is the best example, I think. Where oh, if we're talking about football, what's his face uh, any, back any... at Rutgers? That's been that's been seamless. Yeah, I <laughs> right, I, I do I Shiano. do have to Actually, admit, Shiano has has worked out better than I thought it. He's perfect for Rutgers. Right, he's perfect. Right. That's they love him there. He's, he knows what he he's knows, getting into. Yep. He knows the formula there to be like a bowl team, which is all you need to do at Rutgers. Like I, mean, I think you talk about. I mean, they will never get tired of winning six games and going to a bowl. No. So we should be thankful. For the stability of the coach, I mean, if you look at the teams that are successful, it really does come down to stability in the coaching ranks. I mean, and Matt so Painter to... like riding through some rough spots, but coming oh, out the other side. And meanwhile, Kentucky is 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 losing their patience with Calipari, which I know none of us care that much about Kentucky or Calipari, but I am now getting to the point where they're a program to me where it's like I kind of want them to push them out. Push them out now. Let's I want to do happens. it because I think it's it's I think it's death to a program when you push out a, yes, a Hall correct. of Famer. So are, I they want smart to do to, it. are they smart enough to know that? Uh, uh, I think I, I think so. unfo- once we get to our final four picks, you know, when March rolls around, <laughs> it'll be there. But like Calipari's got his best team in a long time this year. Right, but, I mean, but, that but they're, they're the Barbarians are at the gate now, man. Yeah, it's Kentucky, yeah. man. Because he had it's a couple Kentucky. bad losses. This he had, well, they lost three times at Rupp in a row for the first time in that's tough. Maybe not ever, but like. Some insanely, definitely under Calipari. It, it's a weird season. Like Kansas is like what one and four on the road in the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean this is there's a there's a lot of weird stuff going. This on. brings me to a point that I think I said to you guys in our chat. I wanted to talk about this on the pod. The the trendy thing, and this happens whenever the Big Ten isn't like world dominating. Everybody wants to, and again, you know me, you know how much I love to cheer for the conference. Go but, conference. Well, but there's there it's it's obviously a way to undercut anyone's success within that conference when you when you act like well it's terrible it's trash conference that's become like a trendy thing to say especially this year i mean even us we were all like man this there's just not that many good teams they're gonna get like six teams in the tournament it's not like a nine ten and really I, I said you said this other day i think only four have earned their way in right now sure 
Oh, you look down to the sixth. You're like, ooh, they're going to yeah. Michigan yeah. State, it's, fifteen it's and nine. Right. You're going to go to the okay. You so, see Northwestern's ratings according to like net and analytics. It's not beat the number one team in the nation. They, they, they. But if they finish fourth in the Big Ten and they have twenty something wins, you're not going to keep them out. They're oh over no, five hundred in the conference. Yeah. You're definitely going. Right. But, but you, my point is. See. The Big Ten is not that bad. And all this this talk about, oh, they're so bad this year. What, what did we agree? The Big 12 is better this year, and that's about it. That's about it. I don't even think right. the ACC is clearly better. I don't no, think that the, the SEC, SEC definitely isn't. Pac-10? Like, yeah. yeah. Man, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I guess a lot of this is subjective, but, you know, I'll have a random Big Ten game on in the background when I'm out doing stuff at night. And, and these games are just – Bad. I agree, but maybe that's college basketball right now. It is. Yeah. It is because I, I watched. I watched a couple games last night, and I was. I'm completely unimpressed with what I see from teams that are like top ten, right? How many? How about this question? Because this kind of I think this dovetails with what we're talking about. How many times have we seen? Remember last year there was that one Saturday night where like nine out of the top ten teams lost. Yeah. Purdue was one of them. Yeah. But this year it seems like every night there's college basketball. You're going to have two of the top 10 teams lose. Like yep. it, it happens over and over and over. And how many times have we seen this where a team is kind of like just a mid lane, they're 15th or something. Then they go on like a two or three game tear. And all of a sudden they're like, here they come. Everybody gets excited. And then they fall right back to where they were. Right. I mean, like, I think it's a, a testament to the parody of the game right now. Right. Well, so and- Ken, really quickly, Ken Palm does have conference strength rankings. Yeah. Um, like you said, number one is the Big 12, pretty easily. Um, number two, a surprise number two until I clicked and I remembered the teams that were in it. And I was like, oh, yeah, they're, they're probably two. No, the Beast. Um, oh, so okay. a clear number two. Exactly. That was the reaction because Connecticut, Mark, UConn, Marquette, Creighton, Seton Hall, even Xavier and Butler are doing well. But, like, these but are isn't good the bottom teams. a lot of garbage? Yeah. Bottom's yeah, a it lot is. of trash. Right, uh, and that's the difference between the Big there. Ten and the the Big. The bottom East, of the right? Big Ten, and you, yeah, like and you said this, I think also on the quick cast, like the bottom of the Big Ten. Okay, you got Michigan, who yes is a garbage team this year, but they're loaded with talent. Yeah. If they have a night when they put it all together, they'll they'll beat anybody oh, in the conference right. if they had it all put right. together one night, and that's not talent. Happen in the East. Talent is not talent is not the current Big Ten's issue. I mean, that is right. for sure not the case. You know, um, and then third and fourth, third is the SEC, the fourth is the Big Ten, but they're pretty even. Wow, like if SEC you look at that kind of ratings, it's pretty. It's like a, a hair. Um, but yeah, it's uh, so. It, well, I guess the big you know, the SEC has Kentucky, Tennessee, South Carolina is actually surprisingly good. Bama's Bama's good. Bama, I mean, like yeah, Bama, that's the, the Bama, South Carolina, Auburn, like they, right. Because you're talking about that their top four, let's say, and then for the Big Ten, you're talking about Nebraska and Northwestern in that in that talk. So like, okay, exactly, exactly. See, once you me. once you hit two, once you hit three and four in the Big Ten, it gets kind of ugly. There's really a, like yeah. how many teams do we think legitimately could make the Sweet Sixteen from the Big Ten? Two, I actually think three. I think uh, Purdue and Northwestern are your best bets to make the. Oh, play. see, yes. when you're betting on Northwestern, you're <laughs> right. but don't you agree? Guard Those play, guards. you know. I mean, it's, they're a it's, perfect it's tournament some, team. It's some combination of Purdue, Wisconsin, uh, Northwestern. Wisconsin is circling Illinois. Illinois. I'm telling you, those four are legit. Illinois. I would, oh, I would, 
if Nebraska can make the tournament, like mm, I wouldn't well, go against them getting hot again. But uh, you are Tuman these Hager? are I would. these no. are not sure these are not surefire right, yeah. bets. These are like they have no, to I catch agree. fire from three. Right? Don't the Tominaga think... train. Watch if, that dude light the world on fire and smile at people. If Purdue was the only Big Ten team to win in the first round of the tournament, I would not be surprised. Oh, no, I agree. I wouldn't be surprised, but I think I'd be a little surprised. I think they're going to have enough seeds that are you're the, the you're the higher seed in your game. You're going to be eights and higher that I think, yeah, I would be a little surprised if nobody got, you know, another game deep. Like Northwestern is going to win a game. Um, uh, Wisconsin's going to win a game most likely. Like I, I'd be if, if it's the right, like, tryout of games, like Illinois could win a couple, but they are always like – couple good games couple just awful games and it's just a matter of like where that pattern falls in the ncw tournament you guys know one of my favorite stats is about fran mccaffrey's sweet 16 appearances bring it back up bring it bring it back up well (laughs) you like me to repeat it in case case anyone's tuning in for the first time and is just learning about i'm sure there's a lot of first time fran mccaffrey has been a college head coach d1 head coach i'm looking for them uh, for 26 years He's been on teams that are eligible for the NCAA tournament. I'm not talking about like, you know, he coached NAIA or whatever, or, you know, whatever the league that um, Western was in, in Blue Chips. Um, that was fun. Remember that when they were like, yeah. they were like the NAACIP champions or something yeah, like that. I was yeah, like, why can't we league. just say NCAA? They're playing in this Indiana. Like, why wouldn't that? I don't get it. Anyway, um, he's been to zero Sweet 16s. He has never advanced past the first weekend. Do you know who else? has never advanced past the first weekend, who is a coach of one of the teams you were just talking about oh. in the Big Ten? Oh, never advanced past yeah. the first weekend? I do. Who? Um, I'm not going to – we talked about that. I feel like I'm cheating. Did we? Yeah, this is uh, Illinois' coach. Uh, oh, in Underwood. Okay. Underwood. Did I? Because I was doing a little research on a post I was going to do. Underwood's never made this the second yeah. weekend. And people – this is the thing – this is the issue I have with – Illinois has been a trendy pick – I think people have talked about how they were going to challenge Purdue. But how right? many times has he led his sales team in used cars? For <laughs> yeah. Like, well, he has the, the rule that if his assistant coaches don't have a six-pack, they're off the team. <laughs> yeah, but, but but Illinois has always put up their like, oh, a good challenge. They could, make it, they, could make it, they could make a run. They could do it. And it's like, what is – well, the they're they underachieving have, again. They have, same, they have a very similar problem to IU, which is that – IU does not have a problem getting talent. In Illinois, via their geography, doesn't have a problem getting How many talent. pros are on the Illinois lineup? Uh, three? Two. two. Three. Maybe not next year, but Hawkins is a pro, I think. Hawkins. Right? right? Well, if he can never be consistent. You think, I, think, I think Domask or Goody, one of those two. And then Shannon. And Shannon. That's pretty good. That's the old formula. Three NBA it's, it's players. Been this way, it's been this the way for a long formula. time. Cliff Alexander. <laughs> Number two if player you in this class. One NBA right. player on your roster, you should be able to make a run. You should. You should. Who and, they have, and their players are guards too. And we all right. talked about notoriously good in the tournament. Good thing to have are yeah. good guards. Yeah. By the way, Derek this, Schultz, this, regular this regular listener. Pre- look at that. Derek Schultz is here. checked in. And he awesome. says Illinois hasn't been to the second weekend since losing the national title game wow. in two thousand five. And what Derek bringing that bringing facts. So I I want I want to be the one person on this podcast actually astonished at this stat that that the Underwood stat that you brought up it has never even occurred to me that Brad Underwood hasn't made it past this the first right. weekend because he's like, always 
portrayed as this good coach. He's not. Well, he's he overshadowed was... by bigger right. dumpster fires in the conference. <laughs> the, the, the Big Ten does not have Dude, super deep. Like I started. I told count. you guys. I started doing research on a post I'm going to do as we get closer to the tournament about. You know, sort of like looking at does Painter's reputation for losing in the tournament, which it's not even well justified. He's over 500 in the tournament. He's at six Sweet 16 runs and an Elite Eight. Okay, that's not what everyone wants. But there is not a single program except Michigan State who wouldn't trade for that over the last 15 years. I, it, I not one. I'm still. I'm sorry. My mind is still at five <laughs> minutes ago. Brad Underwood. I like it when I can bring these things to you. This how good. how have I never looked into this? How have because, how is it never processed? Like Illinois is. I mean, all picture good. his face. You oh can't do gosh. it. So well, now you. part of it, he he really hasn't coached that long, and he, he was at Stephen F. Austin. Stephen F. Austin, yeah, for a few years, and was very good. And then but he that, had one year at Oklahoma State, which was very strange. And then and Illinois scooped him up. And then he's but never I'm pretty gotten. sure even his Stephen F. Austin years, there was only one, or there were two runs where he they won one game, like one they game. upset um, kind of the you know the big dog, and then immediately lost. Um, uh, yep. Much like you know, a story very familiar to us last year, um, but but uh, like. How it seems like he gets all of the accolades. North, I mean, uh, uh, Illinois always gets the kind of yeah. publicity. He recruits really well. He always has talented teams. What? How has he never made th- this? You guys missed. You guys missed uh, one stop on the Brad Underwood Underwood journey, which is he was the head coach at Oklahoma State for a year. Yeah, yeah. Where he lost. Good. He played one. One. There was one season. We coached. He lost in the first round of the tournament, and then was awarded the job at that's his calling card it's, smart it's, that's smart go get your get your uh, raise while you can the yeah. big 10 is not loaded with guys who go deep in the tournament so and i mean coaching talent wise who's the second best coach you've got painter Izzo, and then who so painter no. would be two wouldn't he? no i think well, the, yeah I think exactly at this the, point the better se- than Izzo, but the second again, best, Michael. I mean, again. so if we're going, I, I would say career-wise, Izzo has, is a better coach. But in the last oh, five years, right Painter now. has been a better coach than Tom Izzo. Okay, I don't think that's that controversial. Painter is the best coach. Painter. Painter is the best. Yeah, coach. Painter is the best coach in the Big Ten. I think Steve Peichel has emerged as the second best coach He's in the Big Ten. Coach. I don't think. I think Izzo has not kind of shown. Like I need Izzo to show something. You know, a little bit more. Does but um, like to. Does does Pico get a call from one of those programs you mentioned opening up? There's Louisville. In, there's if I were Michigan, I, I told Michigan. I, yeah, I told oh. you weeks. Yeah, if I I told you weeks ago, if you are Michigan, Ohio State, or Louisville, you back up the truck for Steve Pico because that dude thirteen can coach, and ten. He can recruit thirteen and ten. Are you criticizing his record this year? I am. He's he's at Rutgers, Michael. I understand. And but, it's a reloading. You, okay, yeah, so let's, reloading. Let's, 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 let's look at this from this perspective. He's had some really good guys. And then those guys leave, and he's 13 and 10. He's got the number two, what, number two, number three recruiting class in the country. They're going to be really good next at year. At Rutgers. Like, it's really t- – like, I agree. Here's the thing is that we are grading all of these people on the painter scale. Again, you can make the March jokes you want to. We're talking about the painter scale. We know. We've been there. We know. We've watched. But, like, you're grading all of these people on how likely are they to consistently get top 20 classes, 
top three in the Big Ten, Sweet 16 every year. Like, there, is, there are only two coaches in the Big Ten with that as the clear expectation, and it's Painter and Izzo, right? That tells you, like, these are the two, These this is the class of the conference, and Izzo hasn't, you know, at least conference-wise, regular season-wise, Izzo hasn't done it. I don't know. Mm. Okay, I'll say, okay, Pykel number three, but I, there's a drop-off, I think. There's a significant drop-off. I think uh, drop you guys are not going to like this one. I feel like Guard is in the conversation, isn't he? He's in the conversation because, like, he's had some regular season success, right? Yeah. Been to two but sweet he, but, 16s. But, but. He can take a punch, man. <laughs> well, kind of kind of fat guys are kind of, I mean, yeah, it's hard to got, knock him over. Built in, you got built Absorbed in. Absorbed it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's low, low center of gravity. Yeah. I mean, that Wisconsin team. His like, head is very heavy. They look, look bad at this season, though. They look bad. You think Wisconsin looks bad this year? No, no, no. Like, when they when – they, when they're clicking, they look fine. But when they have an off game, this is an off. Oh. Man, did we put the did we put the join link out publicly? It's so good. We got all I, sorts I, just, of I said it. I said it. and Jetsum in here. Surprise! We've got we've got one of the only Purdue staffers, IU alums that I know of, and probably I, definitely my favorite one. <laughs> I'm I'm worried <laughs> that we're not going to be able to handle the influx of traffic that we're going to get now dude no what we're not gonna be able to handle the, the ladies that are going to come into this into the market it's going to be wild so if you if you're just They're listening not here right us, now man. if you're just yeah. listening uh world famous uh derek schultz is here on the program world famous he's, in indianapolis well no this guy he's big time not he's even that time. anymore i like i like the is that the 17th largest media market is yeah, that right. is that a uh, Zoom background, or do you actually have all those books? No, is that, is uh, that one of those things you buy where it's like the fake books that you stick on the shit like those? It, those it's real. real. Books. Those yeah. are your here. If you, real, if you guys want to be fantastic, how dare you talk you to, be to someone impressed. with eighteen thousand Twitter followers like that, Jay? Here's my Patrick Ewing shrine. Yeah, Dude. there we go. With all Dude. my starting lineup, I, I have every starting lineup ever made at Patrick. My wife calls them my dolls. Um. But yeah, that's I always thought that was a bit, Derek. I, I, I'm no, not kidding. I always thought that was a joke when you were on uh, with Query. But no, no, I, I, yeah, I, I liked the championless center for the New York Knicks from that's the 1980s. Awesome. I get, I get why you'd like yeah. him. That's 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 that middle school uh, crosshairs thing we talk about, right? That's the magic time when you're right. Am I right about the? Well, that's, yeah, that's like, J Muddy. Yeah, J Muddy on this podcast too. It's like let's not we've we've got two we've got two big old Nick fans in here. <laughs> the weirdest thing of my adult life, guys, is growing up a gigantic Knicks and IU basketball fan, and now I'm like <laughs> actively rooting for the Pacers and wearing Purdue stuff every day. So man, that's been, a turnaround. Uh, Do you hear? Yeah, it's been weird. Yeah, he didn't say he was actively rooting for Purdue. So he's got to keep his streak. You know what? I went to, to yeah. I went to the Arizona game in Indy, and I, I texted I texted beat out about this, but I um uh was cheering like literally you know every lawyer three, I was cheering and um and it was weird. It was almost like I was catching myself like I'm cheering for this. I'm happy about this. You but I am. I'm, have, I'm all in, you, man. You might uh, want to have someone like start your car for you tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> start your car. <laughs> I'm leaning into it though. You know, they, they signed the checks. So um, you kind of have to, and I, and I like you guys. I mean, you guys had me on the show even before any of this job stuff started. Right. And I've, I, I don't know, like IU fans have just annoyed the piss out of me for so long too. I think that kind of wears on you after a while. So oh, I think yeah. that's Bring part it. of it too. Bring it. Let's, let's, let's talk about IU fans. I don't care what you guys, you guys <laughs> pick the topic. Let's, let's. 
Did you hear us I talking earlier? Do you think they're going to be? Do you think that they're going to be in for a rude awakening? That Purdue's not going away? Do you think they really think that that this is going to end when Edie leaves? Yeah, I, I did hear you guys talk about that, and that whole narrative is interesting to me because it's like, look, okay, they haven't had a who's going to be a two-time national player of the year, but if you just look like 2017 on here, Purdue has spent a lot of time in the top 10 of the polls. They've had Swanigan, God rest his soul, come through here. They've Carson Edwards come through. Jaden Ivey's come through. I mean, you know, like the, 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 the Haas Vince Edwards Carson team got to number two or three in the polls, right. At, at one point in the year, I, I don't, I don't yeah. know why this is believed like this is just immediately going to uh, going to go away. I mean, really, really when, when they got right after the, after the more Hummel Johnson group left and they had those two awful years, once they got right with like Rafael Davis and like AJ Hammonds, late AJ Hammonds, and then into that class with PJ and Matthias and, and those guys and, and Haas and Edwards, um, they've really never kind of looked back. So right. like, 2017 is the year really the fulcrum, right? Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think you know they're going to go to the final, be a final four contender every single year. But I, I think expecting them to be at the very least like a top twenty-five level NCAA tournament team, I, I don't think that that's ridiculous at all uh, for a down year. Yeah, I mean they had that one down year. Obviously, twenty twenty, they weren't going to make the tournament. Right, likely, so. and that year doesn't count for anything, right? Yeah. That twenty twenty, we we talk about that's the asterisk year anyway in football. Well, and we basketball. don't know that we they weren't going to make the tournament. I yeah. mean, they hadn't done the same. Right. We don't know. I still think they still it still bothers me that they didn't release a bracket. They should have just released, or at least the tournament teams that year. They were literally we all kind of just yelled at each other. Uh, they were in the room doing it. It was yeah. the weekend of the big yeah. tourneys. True. Just release it and let have people have something to talk about. But they acted like, oh, we can't. The world is so serious right now. We can't talk we about it. We burned that. the paper. But that was the year that was the year Dayton was gonna be a one. And I don't know why I care about that so much. I just feel so badly for like fans of a program like that 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 you were gonna be a one seed. It would have been harder to, to be a Dayton fan and to see that on paper, though. You know what I mean? You think? I, I, I think know. for me, I would have I would have Oh, I would have hung a damn banner if I was Dayton. <laughs> All <laughs> right, Central Florida. Yeah. yeah, Dayton and IU both got robbed that year. That sucked. Seriously. And that was a year I think Rutgers was going to get in. We were just talking about Rutgers. Oh, yeah. let's ask Derek about this. We were just talking about best coaches in the Big Ten right now. Not not taking into account. So <clears throat> career-wise, obviously, is those career dwarfs anybody's currently coaching in the Big Ten. But as far as their skills right now and how effective they are, you know, in game and recruiting and factoring it all in, we were saying Painter and then Izzo probably right behind them. They're still obviously close, but then we were getting into talking about Peichel being among yeah. the best coaches in the Big Ten. Michael degree Peter. of difficulty, right? Right, right. I, I think, I think another guy that's degree of difficulty, and I know he kind of went like this and then went like this and now is going back up again is is Chris Collins. Oh, I thought you were going to say. Um, that. I know. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I, I might, know he had uh, an interesting exit at Mackey the other week or whatever, but um, I've always kind of respected. That seems like a tough place to win, and oh, they've, no doubt they've squeezed a lot out of it. I think there, and it probably is a tougher place to win than even Rutgers. And his issue has been consistency. Hey, he's shown that he can win some games. They had but... never made the tournament in their history, and he's about to make it for the third time. So yeah. That's legitimate. Again, build build the statue. Yay, well, Rock. Yay, Rock. You guys underachieve forever. 
You're in Chicago. But Shit. you're starting somewhere. You got to start somewhere, man. You got to give them credit for you gotta that. You got to start that somewhere. Is, that, it's not like they just joined the conference, guys. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, they just established the program. The program was just established a couple of years ago. It's fine. Well, the thing Dude, I said to these guys, I can too remember is- Ricky Birdsong leaving the middle of the game, going up and sitting in the stands in the '90s. I mean, that's that's good times. That's fun. <laughs> They had, that's, uh, the, that's the Northwestern that I want. Remember they had Bill Carmody there like for like 12 or 13 years? Yes, Imagine being yes. a coach at a major conference for like 12 years and you never make the tournament. And it's like, good job, Bill. Come on back next year. Back in early <laughs> boiled sports days, I literally lobbied all the time for Northwestern to be kicked out of the conference. <laughs> like I did it all the time. I was like, okay, what are they worth? Get them out of here. Let's go. I know it helps the GPA. Everybody wants the smart kid on the team, but get them out of here. I'm sick of looking at their purpose. What what are they worth is a very interestingly phrased question, as if we were going to auction off Northwestern right. and then split. I the think you could trade them with everybody else. Yeah, we gotta want, we gotta want to trade them for who? Like, so Northwestern has never had a coach with a winning record. No, of course they haven't. They've never been. They've it's never tough. won the Big Ten. That, that's my How argument. How many winning hard. seasons have they even had? Not many. Like ten. Maybe is that, is that too many? I think that's a perfect over years? under. That's a perfect yeah. over under right there. Ten. Ten and a I half. I bet it's winning. one of those things. I bet Northwestern fans know exactly how many winning seasons they've had. The, you, you bet what? No. Northwestern fans know there are because no- there are there are two or three guys in Chicago that like Northwestern. Hey, they've they won legit. they've won two Big Ten Conference championships, guys. Okay, have they? I mean, I assumed well, it was yeah. zero. 1931 and 1933. See, now that's the that, right there. They were in the damn conference. 31 and 33. This sandwiched right around that Helms title, the Purdue one. Oh, <laughs> are you just saying that to like get me going? No, just, I'm going to ignore that call. It's legit. The Helms the, thing, Derek. Derek, you're a, you're you you're are a, 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 a Purdue official right now. Mm. Uh, you're a Purdue official, so we need to we need to ask oh, the no. Purdue official yeah, if. Right. Um, so I need to inform you that Michael has a um, you know basically a gym for a, a detached garage. It's like a it's like an acre big, like it's fully enclosed. It's a ranch Insulated. in Texas. It's Insulated. great. It's- his favorite thing in the world is the Helms Trophy title because he thinks Purdue earned it. He thinks that it is the greatest Legit. title. It yeah. like it it surpasses any of these what other the titles. And we're just wondering if there's some if there are replica banners that Purdue will be selling that we can ship to Michael <laughs> so that he can hang it in his background there. So I don't know if Purdue, if that's an idea you want to take to the you know to the you know Purdue marketing communications folks. It could be it could work. To our friend, yeah, it would have to go to our friends in athletics, but yeah, maybe um, Chris Foreman and some of those guys would be interested in making 1932 banners. The hundredth anniversary is right around the corner, mm-hmm. so the hundredth anniversary <laughs> of the season, but not the hundredth anniversary of when it was Damn awarded, because those are off by like twenty years. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess you're right. There's a little. Uh, if you guys want to get up, you can feel it coming. Okay. He's- Yes, I'm trying to be. We have guests, and I'm trying to be on my best behavior. And I don't appreciate you guys egging me on. Thank you very much. If you guys want to go down the Wikipedia rabbit hole, there is a whole entry on mythical national championship that you can look up, and I'm pretty sure it mentions, yeah, the Purdue Helms title because NCAA football is crazy. Like college football, there are some schools that claim every championship I, that they've ever I think A&M won is one of those i think a and yeah. has claimed a whole bunch of football titles that just don't exist like like notre dame and alabama have a bunch of technically they they were awarded national champions in some polls but they don't recognize they, they only recognize really, like yeah, the yeah. near unanimous ones all right 
Yeah, and um, you guys were talking about a minute ago about Northwestern's winning seasons. Okay, they've played 119 seasons. How many? How many are we thinking that they had I, winning? I like the over under set at ten and a half. So I'll say I'll say. Okay, it's a bit higher than four. ten and a half. I'm gonna say twenty one. In one nineteen. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay, 19. it's it's thirty three. Ah, oh. that's a lot. Wow. No, it is. Wow. Yeah. So no, that's that's. Some were probably like two and one, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but. Old timey. What, what would we say the markers for? while the war was going on? <laughs> what would you say? Let's see. Um, what what would the marker be for modern era? What do we say? Uh, I mean, I mean, my marker for modern era is like you know, there's like an arc that was put on I the on the floor, and I think that was the three point line. And I think IU only has one banner since then, so that yeah. would be the one that's, yeah. that's that be I like, would that I would mark. So it's like eighty five, eighty six is what you would say. Is that right? Uh, yeah. 87 was when the three-point line was in. No, no, I don't think so. I think, I think it was 85. Right before that. Michael Jordan made none. No three-pointers. There, there you go. There you go. I mean, but that's earlier. I'd so. go earlier. I'd go when the when the NIT... Of like, course you know, you'd like, go I, earlier. Well, I use one, one of... Or, 1940, or of IU, specifically. Right, was when the, yeah, the NIT was kind of viewed as an equal or even better tournament. So right, I'd go right. like after that. Yeah. Okay. So, so like to me, like, you know, Purdue's... Final four in what year? What, 69 80? with Mount okay, and all 60. them. That's 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 about where I'd start. Okay. Let's say well, let's say 1970 okay. for fun. Yeah, there's there's 11 since 1970. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> Most of them. And that's that's what uh 54 years, all right? Your uncle is, was born yeah. in, in yeah. Yeah. 71. It's and not he's okay. old. He's old. <laughs> His hairline is a joke. Hope he's listening right now. He's not. Uh, he's not. He'll By the way, this 1969 NCAA tournament, one of the reasons I don't like considering that kind of thing modern era, there were 25 teams in the tournament, which also is awesome. 25. I love how they come up with a number. Perfect number for a tournament. How many should we have? 25. Well, what will we do? I don't know. We'll just do some buys and. Yeah. So stupid. Totally. They're just like brackets hanging. Yeah. Nothing happening out here. It's great. Okay. Well, maybe yeah, you're I like, got, the I just awarded the bid. 20 years after the tournament. He <laughs> <laughs> loves the Helms. All right. Hey, I got a, I got a trivia and I'm glad we got all these opinions here. Okay. I want to, there was a good question asked during the quick cast earlier today. One was, so there's two questions. First one, what is a success, successful season for Purdue? And you can ask, you can answer both of these. So what, how much tournament success equals a successful season for Purdue? Okay. So we've got, does the Big Ten tournament matter? Some of you guys, it does. Doesn't matter to me at all. Okay. And then how far do they need to go into the tournament to say, okay, that's a good season. Okay. All right. All right. So that's part one. Part two is there are, if my math is correct, there are a possibility of 40 games Purdue can play this year. Okay. Max. 40, 40 oh, games max. Purdue is 22 and two right now. What will their record be? So you, you can say you think they're going to lose way before game four. Okay, so so best case scenario, they're going to lose. Best case scenario is they go through the championship. They're not going to go through and they go losing. through to the championship in the NCAA tournament. No, I, is, I'd say I'd say realistic best case is you, you lose another regular season game. I'm convinced they're losing. That's what game. I say. I agree. They're going to lose that. another regular season game. They're going to lose in the big tournament, I think, because who cares? So there's two right there. Now you're at four losses. I'm with you. I'm with you. And then let's say you don't win the national title. Let's regardless of where you finish. What? 
Let's regardless of where you, you finish, that's that? one more loss. So now you get three losses that put you at five losses on the season. And that's you could lose in the first round and be have only five losses. Mm. If you lose in the first round, those 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 you, games go wait, and that's game. If you go to the championship and lose in the Big Ten tournament, yeah. that's game 35 is the first round of the NCAA tournament. So you'd be 30 and five and be out in the first round. So let's right. pretend that's not possible. <laughs> it's absurd. <laughs> what was the record Almost last year? Let's not worry about it. Let's not worry about it. Let's not worry. Let's not look up well, the fact that they have almost exactly that. They had six losses. Twenty three and two last year. Twenty three and two a week a year ago right now. So what's the what's okay? Let's start one question at a time. So what's a successful season? What's a, yeah, let's go through. What's a successful season? I agree um, with you. I don't care about the Big Ten tournament at all. At, at all. I mean, I if they if they win the Big, Big Ten and tournament. they win the tournament. And you can say back to back, they swept them both. That's neat, but who cares? So that matters not at all. The word neat is perfectly condescending. You're right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think the line remains absolute bare minimum is second weekend. Bare, bare, oh, bare I'm minimum. I'm disappointed. No, I'm saying bare, bare minimum. Like where you can even start to say, oh, that was fun. No. <laughs> It's final four bust. Final four. I'm so scared of the round of 32, guys. I have worked myself into just a real problem. No, they get past the first round, they're not going to be that nervous. In this no, round. I think it's not get, about yes, nerves. It's I like think, running into one okay, of those. I think they, they they get they get past the round of 64 easy. Sure, they win by 30 some. They should Agreed. because they're going to be focused on that. Agree. And then round of 32, they'll play uh, FAU. Like last year's FAU. Like. Like this, they can literally play FAU <laughs> yeah. as an eight or a nine, and you don't think the committee wants to do that? Well, right now, every I've seen two or three brackets right now, and this is so stupid to do it this far out, yeah, but exactly. it has the eight nine game Purdue would play being TCU against St. Mary's. I don't really want St. Mary's. No, St. Mary's is good, they're very good. Mahaney, he's yeah, he's good. Shooter. Derek, what do you what do you think of this insanity? What do you think? Uh, I think I'd be very careful using the word. That'll be easy for any Purdue NCAA tournament game. You know, everybody on the couch isn't going to be thinking that. Um, right. It'll be, you know, they'll be down six to four and everybody will be crapping their pants. Oh, I'm not saying um, I'm enjoy it. I'm just... Look, <laughs> Big Ten tournament, I completely agree. I, I don't agree on the Big Ten title. I don't I don't agree that it means no, no. nothing. That um, one means something. No, no, no. That no, means no, no. Regular okay, season, yeah. the, the tournament, the tournament, tournament title. title. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, the, the regular I season, think... I, I still think, you know, the, the biggest disappointment to me think... about 22 was wasn't the St. Peter's loss. It's that that team had, they didn't actually win anything. They yeah. didn't win the Big Ten tournament, if you care yeah. about that. They didn't win the That's Big Ten That's been Anisha's point title. about that team forever. And, right? and, and there's nothing, you're not going to look up in the rafters at Mackey and see anything that commemorates that team. And, and that's that's what makes them, I, I think 22 is even more disappointing than last year. Last year wasn't supposed to do anything. They won the league. They won the tournament. I get it, FDU, and you got to hear that forever. But um you know, but they came from nowhere to be number possible. one and to be a number one seed. That's right. that's something, right? And I, I, I yeah, and, and I get that that raised the expectation bar. Um, uh -huh. The tournament is random, and if you put all of your eggs in that basket, uh, more times than not, you're going to be disappointed. Look, if if they make if they make the elite eight, and you know, let's say they the unrepeatable Virginia sequence happens again, it, can I call the season Just a failure for me. something like that? Just, I want to be swallowed you know, by a whale. I'm going to join just, a niche on the beach getting swallowed the by a whale. 
I'm, I'm not trying to get anybody swallowed by any large animals. That's not what I'm it's trying. Definitely what I'm, what I'm, what what I'm trying like. to put out there is a hypothetical that it's easy for us to say, oh, they make the Elite Eight and it's a failure. What if they make the Elite Eight, they lose to a two-seed a Kansas uh, on a buzzer-beating, banked-in three in true Purdue sports fashion, right? Oh, in double overtime. So Is the sweating. season suddenly <laughs> a failure because of that? No, this is right. It's not. No, it's it's just something. I, I talked I mean, about there. I talked about this today on the Quickcast that every Purdue fan who has is worth their weight in anything understands the history of Purdue not getting to the Final Four. Right. So the Elite Eight for all of us should be like, okay, that's a pretty good marker. That said, that scenario sounds totally believable and makes my heart stop. Like, I, I feel like well, we were. I feel we were like failure about, isn't the word, right? Like if that right. happens, the season isn't a failure. Disappointment, but it's still disappointing. Yeah, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. A failure would be like to lose any time before. So, for example, in the first round. So let's interrogate this for a second. A back-to-back national player of the year, like the first back-to-back national player of the year since Ralph Sampson, um, you've got uh, back-to-back Big Ten titles, probably, maybe, back-to-back Big Ten titles by more than three games. Like, that would be wild. And then... So that is the kind of at least initially that is the um, uh, the success line that we're that we're kind of going with here. Now, it is like how far do you have to go in the tournament for it not to feel bitter? And to yeah. me, that's the Sweet Sixteen. If you have the two-time National Player of the Year, you win the Big Ten twice by that much going away, and all you have in March is a Sweet Sixteen to go for it. You feel. It, there's a bitter taste yes. in your mouth. If you yes. have the second some, Elite Eight, there's a story. What if, because remember, the 22 team made the Sweet 16. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, the 22 team loses to two-seed Kentucky. Nobody cares. Right. They lost to St. Peter's. So Think about, that. Think about that for a second again. right now. That's a great point, Derek. Everyone puts that one right with FDU because and it's, they shouldn't. Yeah, because and they, they shouldn't. own it. Because you shouldn't. Yeah. So let's say Anisha scenario, they make the Sweet 16, and then what would be the – they'd face a – the 13 would be the highest seed, right, in the Sweet 16 that they could face. Mm-hmm. They lose to a 13 seed. Indiana State. Barf. Oh, no. Oh. Stop that. Mm, that's awful. Can, can you, you are giving with, the worst see, things. I, I, I hate I'm just your trying, words. I'm trying to outline the conversation here because it's easy to say, okay – Elite Eight's a failure, Sweet 16, whatever. I'd be cool with the Sweet 16. Well, it depends. Like, hypothetically, it does depend. what if you lose to another low mid-major when you get to that round? Because will, people, like you guys said, people are going to glom onto that. I will go back to the thing I, 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 I... That's what you just said. Being negative... <laughs> he shakes his head. <laughs> being negative... I don't like being a negative Purdue fan on public airwaves. Are these public airwaves? I was going to say, I was going to quibble a little bit. There's no FCC regulations. You're going to quibble with it or quibble with it? I was going to quibble. You got me. You got me. You got me. Um, If it's not going to happen with the best Purdue team we've ever seen. Right. This is is what the guys on Sleeper. So my, my issue, like, I said this to these guys five years ago now, and it's astonishing to me that the loss to Virginia was five years ago. But if you're not going to get there Seems when you've like got Carson Edwards literally setting records for NCAA tournament scoring that stand currently, and he didn't get past the Elite Eight, he had more threes in a tournament than anybody ever has, and he only went to the round of eight. Like, if that's not going to get there, and then when you have 
and you have the path that the 22 team had where all you had left to beat was a 15 and an eight. When will it ever happen if it won't happen in those? And I'm sorry to be the team they had beaten the living hell out of. Right. And that's, I mean, one, one thing I I was a perfect Purdue tournament, wasn't it? Well, and they look great in those first two games. They look great against Texas. And then who else did they play? They played beard. Yeah, Chris Beard. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put together, put to bed an old, uh, an old demon. Felt different. Yeah. Had Jaden Ivey on that team. You had Carson Edwards and Jaden Ivey. Now to you've me, got Zach Eady. Like, to me, this this year, and to to go back to answer the question, it looks like Purdue is going to march pretty comfortably to a Big Ten ti- to another Big Ten title by multiple games. Purdue is mm-hmm. going to march. Zach Eady is going to march to the second National Player of the Year in a row and pretty easily cement his case as the greatest Purdue basketball player ever. Or at least, let's say, the most decorated Purdue basketball player ever. You can oh, he's going he's gonna to be the most decorated. He was, he was right there near Robinson last year. I he think he was most, be, more decorated last year. He right. may go down with the two national players of the year, the most points and the most rebounds in Purdue basketball history. That is, he's going to get he's rebounds. Down. He's 20 away right now. And he's going to be second in points. I mean, again, health, knock on everything. 190 points away, right? If it ends before an Elite Eight, it's going to feel bad. It's going to feel bad. And so to answer your question pretty easily, pretty straightforward, as of right now, with the team hitting their stride like this, with... It doesn't look like the walls are being hit that they that um, you know the backcourt hit last year with Lance Jones' addition with the team looking significantly different X's and O's in terms of the way that they're playing um, from last year. Last year was entirely ED centric, and this year is is actually very much not. Strangely, it is right. very complementary uh, ball being played, right. and it's actually at a much faster pace. This team is much more positioned. To win in the tournament that will mean that the expectations are raised which is why you should just never you should root for northwestern and you should never have raised expectations have because this is terrible this is terrible and this is awful and it feels bad and if you lose yeah, the lead, you played a, you're playing a good team right if you lose the lead, point too if you're if you're a one seed you know, you guys, we all fill out those brackets. You pick out those eight, nine games. It's always like Seton Hall, TCU, and you're like, what the hell do I even do with this right. game? Like, if you're a one, TCU you should scary. get to the second weekend. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying, in, in general, you have t- programs like that. You know, a lot of times there are teams that I have, I've barely even watched, and they're the eight, nine game. But like, there could no, be Alabama one. could be waiting there. Like, no, not for Purdue. Should, I don't you think should win those that, first two games. Yeah, if right, you're a one, agree. you should win those first two. Agree. No. Uh, yeah. Here, let me ask you guys. Here, let me give you another because I've been thinking about a lot. I, I got some good discussion going with my stupid questions, but I got another dumb question for you. Okay, uh-huh. the Big Ten has struggled of late, getting to the Final Four and winning the national title. Okay, which comes first? A Big Ten team wins a national title or Purdue goes to the Final Four? Well, both going to be. I mean, I guess you say the Final Four because Purdue had to go to the Final Four before they won the national title. <laughs> Boom! There's no confidence big from the young man from Fishers. Can't can't argue with that logic. Yeah, it seems completely. And there's no Big Ten program besides Purdue right now that has any shot at winning a big a, a national championship this year. No, I mean, not this whenever. Year. As long as Izzo has life in his body, I'll believe in the tournament. Like he could do something stupid. But like, he doesn't. I just, 
He won a tournament. He won a championship in two thousand, man. I know, but they went to the final four like fifteen minutes ago. I think it. I think it's like eight or nine times. It's it's so preposterous. So dumb. Now I think Big Ten national title comes before Purdue Final Four. What? What? Yeah, I think you're probably thinking of Rutgers and Pikeville, right? With that super class. That's probably what you're thinking. Yeah. Or Ohio State or Ohio State and Pikeville, but that's that's for another discussion. That's one thing. Well, with this era though, he can take all of his wonder wonder kids right with him to Columbus. Yes, he would. Wunderkinds, right? Oh boy. Beard. Beard in the Big Ten and Pikel at in Columbus is very realistic. The more I think about it, and all of a sudden, I, I want to poop my pants all the time thinking about the Big Ten. Better get your national championship in now, then. You I better guess. do it. Now. Oh. I love. I got to tell you, I love the six coming in. I love that class. I think there's one guy that's going to redshirt. I don't know which one, but I love. I think that class, and I keep saying I'm not wishing away this class, but it feels to me like perfect, like. When you're when your guards down and everybody's super sad because, like we all said, Purdue if they can't win the national title with being number one so many weeks during this year, having the nat- two time national player of the year, that sort of thing, everybody's like never gonna happen. And then all of a sudden, the, these 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 pups come in. That's that's my. Or point. it would or it's the perfect uh, perfect uh, uh, you know uh, encore after you win a national title. I don't know. Right, you win another. Cool, you win uh, another. To make a catch no 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 exactly. Matt no Painter no is reload. he is Jay Wright by the way. That's he is exactly Jay Wright. in that scenario. Yeah. So yeah. Poorly, Derek. What we're gonna. Derek, what we're going to do is, uh, at least for for this segment, we we've kept you long enough, but I do want to get very quickly. Um, I want you to to ISO. We we call it. It's the Kobe Bryant the ISO play. <laughs> I want you to ISO because as Purdue fans, we have watched like every single minute of Zach Eady. We've watched. We've watched. We've analyzed. We've been surprised. We've been. I mean, like, and then we've come to expect this greatness that we're seeing literally on a night to night basis that we haven't seen since like Pat Ewing since since your dolls on the wall. Um, it's, it's fun for Purdue fans. And obviously you are, you know, you're basically the chancellor of all of the Purdue systems at this point. However, um, you know, as a relative outsider, like, give me your Zach Eady, like ISO, what should we feel like about him? What should be our lasting image about him, regardless of what the tournament like holds, like, because this journey really matters. And the journey of watching the great, like in my eyes, I think the greatest Purdue athlete, like the greatest Purdue basketball player that we've seen, like probably should mean more than just this March madness title. So kind of talk us out of this insanity, please. Yeah. I mean, it's two time national player of the year is incredible um if we're to even take football into account think about all the guys that won the heisman then came back the next year and they were the favorites and they they flopped right you know i they didn't they did not only were they not as good they were worse than they were the year before i mean i remember thinking last year in, in in the wake of what happened in the tournament i thought oh god like even if he comes back like he's he's maxed out right he can't be better and he's better Mm-hmm. He's better than he was last year. I, I didn't think that there was like another level for him to hit. And it kind of started with those NBA workouts where people were tweeting and they're like, holy crap, like he can actually move around pretty well and, and he can do this and he can do that. And 
Uh, people didn't think that he could do that because oh, he's just tall. Um, yeah, he should be. A, it's so hard to appreciate anything in the moment, right? Like it, it just it happens and then it's gone. And then like 10 years later, you're like, oh, yeah, this was really great. I think Colts fans are like just now doing that with the 2000s Colts team because they've been in the toilet for the last 10 years. So now instead of saying, well, he just won one title, they're like, oh, man, yay, Dwight Freeney, Reggie Wayne. Like it, it takes people a while. But um, I've tried to appreciate because it's it's historic what he's doing. Um, and this is special. It, it's special for Purdue to spend time at number one in the polls, something that before three years ago they, they had never done. Um, before last year. I, I, still, think, I, I still think November through – February matter. I, I still think you have to get joy out of that. You you have to experience that. I get about March and all that, but I, I still think that you should watch that and and be happy when they sweep IU and be happy when they survive kind of a cruddy rock fight afternoon at Rucker and and do all of that. Um so yeah, kind of a long-winded point. Anish, appreciate Zach Eady, appreciate this regular season success. Don't let people tell you that it doesn't matter, but um yeah, to to the point. It's they're going to Phoenix. So why are we even having this conversation? Oh my they're God. Did, be did there. It's going to be great. Like, yes, they're going. Yes. Did it, did Anish like write this and then give it to you? <laughs> exactly. Just right hand it across the internet to just you. Like, just like email it to you. Urgent. Please read this. It's when words. I'm talking. Words of affirmation. That, Actually, Zach reads me that every night before that, before that, I go look to sleep. Look at that smug <laughs> satisfaction on Anish's face when Derek was talking. Yeah, that was awful. It was too much. It was, too <laughs> it was awful. Hated it. Hated it. Uh, enjoy the journey it's enjoy it it. soak it in i agree with that Uh, you have to enjoy this you have to you gotta enjoy it like that's that's what that's been my every quit cast have i talked about that every freaking time just savor it for what it's worth at least now like everybody was fast forwarding starting in december let's get up come on it's over let's let's get to march let's get to march guys there's no way to but the, the, the reason for that, we know, I mean, we know that they can't undo anything until they get back to March. But the other thing that, so so seeing Kansas get dump trucked last night yeah, reminded me. In Tennessee of, two nights ago, right? Right, right. Kansas scored 50 points last night and yeah. lost by like 30. 29, yeah. Excuse me, Mr. Accuracy over here. <laughs> we, we strive to be accurate. I was rounding. It yes, sounds more dramatic when you say 30. But Purdue doesn't ever, ever do that. Purdue's off nights are you losing overtime on the road to Northwestern. Okay, that sucked. It was an off night. But they still barely lost, right, all things yeah. considered. That's still a very close loss. And I said this to these guys, Derek. I was like, when was the last time they lost to a good team? That's a great that's, – he actually went and <laughs> dug deep about this. It's wow. literally years. Yes. They haven't lost to a good team it's so in dumb. a season and a half. It's hard to even, right? Because yeah. Northwestern, Nebraska, I mean, I'm not trying to, even though we like to disparage them. They're decent teams. I mean, I'm just saying, look, what, where you lost a game where you said, well, they were bad. Like, your, your scenario you projected where you're like, let's say they're losing the lead eight to a Kansas I'll, team. I'll give you, fine. I will give you one. I'll give you one. I, I do think that the Hood Shafino game at Mackey, Trace mm. Jackson Davis, one yeah, of their best players. I thought Indiana was legitimately a good yeah, that's team fair. last that's year. Fair. They were a top five seed. Yeah. Ran into a buzzsaw against Miami. But, uh, Sorry, I, I know I've, I don't have my diplomas in a cardboard box behind me, so you got it's not like I have it on display or anything. But I wouldn't either. Cardboard box is pretty valuable. <laughs> More than the diploma, I'm sorry, right? I had so. 
You just did you a solid a minute ago, and this is how you read it. I know. I know. I can't. There's too much genuine emotion. There's too much (laughs) genuine emotion about appreciating Zach that I I couldn't let that from Derek go. I'm sorry. All right. Did that, that put him back on his heels that much? Is that it? Is the Derek he, he can't take it anymore? Is that <laughs> like it like No, I, I thought Anisha's agree. He's agreeing with me, right? We're Zach Ed appreciators. I'm We're regular we're, season we're success appreciators. So actually, this puts us in the December in the corner, basketball right? the regular appreciator. Season. Regular season matters, and if we want another, uh, you know, merch idea, we can do the Purdue five banners. Except it's, you know, uh, November, December, January, February. Maybe we kill one month beforehand. One month beforehand, and then Maui Hall of Fame Classic, whatever the hell from Springfield. uh, Oh, we did this. We have it. Battle for Atlantis. Like we got it. The one up in Portland, Oregon store. That's right, the Nike one. Yeah, November champs. November champs. Year in, year out. I'd buy it. We I'd wear that, man. We don't. We don't hide that. That's something to be proud of. That's very much in the no one comes into Ross Aid. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Same. Thing. Something. Something you don't brag about except to your friends. But if anyone else says it, yeah, this, we're going. That's like making fun of your little brother, right? <laughs> like you can do it all day long, but then the moment somebody else does, you're gonna freaking bust their nose. Don't do that. Don't do that stuff. Don't make fun of my brother. He's a moron. He can't help it's it. It's still right. pretty cool to be like, hey, they beat, you know, North Carolina and Villanova and Gonzaga and Tennessee, Arizona. Arizona. Gracious, man. <laughs> it's just these commuter New Jersey schools. That's <laughs> that's the biggest the problem. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, it's great. That's the, here. That's One day home. we'll crack that nut. <laughs> I have someone who reports to me at my day job who went to St. Peter's. Oh my gosh! It was awesome. Says the guy with the degree from FDU. Yeah, that's true too. <laughs> I used motto. to go to MAC and NEC games in Connecticut because Fairfield was in the MAC with St. Peter's and Sacred Heart was in the NEC with oh. FDU. So I know all those crappy. The worst part about St. Peter's was I didn't know that school existed. Oh my gosh! <laughs> that was the hardest part of that for me. It's like you're playing a movie school. Yeah, it's like, what is this? Where did these kids come from? Where did <laughs> they find them? Did yeah. they find them on the, the drive the worst, to the stadium? The the worst part for me is that you like again, you know that all of these, not the St. Peter's, but last year FDU. The only reason I know FDU exists is because my good friend Jay Money has a again another very coveted cardboard box degree from uh, FDU. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. Um, <laughs> Uh, but like all of the other coaches, at least that per- every single one that Matt Painter has lost to, from Grant McCasland on, like what a name! These are all good, good coaches that were coaching double-digit seeds that were on the ascent in their that careers. And then that putts last year <laughs> at FDU. It's like I can't. Got, yeah, I this guy, guy. Tobin, this guy, Tobin Bell, or Tobin. Got a, he got a what? Uh, Tobin, Tobin Anderson. Tobin Anderson. Like and it's like I was naming actors. Act. Hey, hey, he's Raised. the most impressive Tobin. All right, so please be. <laughs> I worked with a guy named Tobin who was a putz. So. <laughs> and it's just like our mentions are going to blow up now. We've yes. talked about this. There is the no Matt Painter coaching story. tree is different from other coaching trees. He 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 launches careers left and right. I hope I hope that FDU and St. Peter's. I hope those guys cut him a very generous Christmas check to go into their card that they send him every year because he's he made those guys some money. That's what I'm saying he made Chris Beard money. That's the thing. You can go back further than that. Like it's Beard. not just those. Two. 
You I don't want to think about that game. Yeah, you can you can not worry about not thinking. It happened. It was real. <laughs> what bothered me about that game was that it was a they were like banking in threes. Oh yeah, one that, that game was, was a fluke. one guy. St. Peter's was better than them. That's yeah. that's what sticks with me. Same that night, yeah. St. Peter's was better than them. That little yeah, that rock game white was kid garbage. With the curly hair. Yeah. Damn it. That's rough. But Little Rock was the only one. I, I think I heard you guys talking about it. Like Painter's track record before then in the tournament was great. Very, they, they were when they were getting eliminated, they were getting eliminated by like the final four UConn yeah. team in 09, yeah. the national champion Duke, Duke team in 10, yeah. um, yeah. that loaded Kansas team yeah. uh, that, that the Swanigan group Jill lost Inslee to. Like, brings they were, up a good point. They were yeah. getting beat by contenders. And it's just the problem is, is that it's all come in this three-year span with – Right. Bang, bang, bang. North Texas, St. Peter's, FDU. Among his best teams, too. That's the thing. I well, need, yeah. That's I need it. Purdue to win a title. And then if Painter really? loses to complete the, the table, losing to every possible. But you got to win the title first. The bingo, I, would be, that, I would be. That should go in the Wikipedia page. It's on <laughs> we the should Wikipedia hang a banner for that. Right, somebody. I really win the title first. There's, there's, a, there's also a part of me that's not insignificant that wants Purdue to win, also so that you can keep the joke going that every team that's ever lost to a 16 has won a national title the next year. Yes. So it's, so it's science. It's happened. It so will have happened twice. Twice. It's, exactly. it's, and and you, you know, you said something about how like you can't ever undo what happened last year. No, you can't. But boy, a national championship sure would make it feel. Oh, it'd be fine. To part of the journey. And it's a, a final four makes it completely worth it. To me, I mean it worth it. Yeah. Like I'm okay with a year of making fun of to go to a final four since I don't remember the last final four. Yeah, no, that's fair. I agree. Yeah. Well, it's... You guys have anything else for Derek? Love you, Derek. Thanks, Derek. <laughs> I asked I asked Derek to read me my bedtime story. Exactly. <laughs> and he did it. He nailed it even better than you could. Got it published, bound. I'll send I'll send you the MP3 in each so you can just have it on the recording. I appreciate it, boss. Appreciate yeah. it. No problem. Thanks for having me, you guys. Boiler yeah, up. Thanks yeah, for coming man. in, man. Appreciate thanks, it. Eric. Good seeing you. You got, you got a, you got a space oh, you know what we didn't do? Was you, was our was our producer just telling us to uh, thank our sponsors? Oh yeah, that's pretty much what he just said. So so I'm I'm gonna go ahead and do it. I'm not wearing um, anything, anything from. Let's see. Oh. None of us from the waist down. None of us are wearing anything from. Our pals That's not the way to start the read. No, I don't it's know not. It's not. That. But I got to tell you, they do make good stuff, and they got a ton of good new stuff. And you should head over to homefieldapparel.com right now, and you grab a T-shirt, and you get a hat with the Purdue script. My my dad actually ordered one after I said that. He was like, I like that hat. And he said he's going to go get one. And I think he did. Another. There you go. Home field. And he entered Boiled23 at checkout, and he got 15% off. It was that simple. So, um, and uh, every time, every time Michael is on campus, every single time, all the time, when he goes on campus, he goes right to AJ's and he says, he yell, he comes in and he yells, Boil Sports! <laughs> and then, and then the magic happens. Let me just say that doesn't work everywhere. I try no. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Doesn't work in Texas. Doesn't work in Texas. Doesn't work in Pittsburgh. It doesn't work in New Jersey. But it works at AJ's. Barely works in West Lafayette. Yeah. Burgers, beef, beer. That's AJ's on Vine near the fire station. So I don't know if I got the record from all you guys, but I got to tell you, that was a spirited conversation. Much of it made me want to cry inside and die yeah. a little bit. I, I don't. I don't know. It's tough, man. I mean, that's the thing. Like, the takeaway 
is is the soliloquy, which was that the regular season matters and having a back to back. That's the only thing. Player you of the year matters. That's what I heard. Well, do, that's do you guys, that's like, the thing I'll remember. Man, do you guys feel because it's like, oh boy, the just the pit in your stomach yeah. once everything when starts. Start, when you start watching, and I know that at least a couple of us watch regularly, like whatever's being. This is something we all do, right? When Purdue's good, you watch content that Purdue's talked about in because yeah. when they're not yes. good, you're like, nope, nope, never gonna watch, never gonna learn anything about college basketball again. No, but if you watch like Sleepers or Field of 68, do you guys CBS. feel better or worse or indifferent when they start saying, oh, yeah, Purdue's my national champ pick? Not just Final Four pick, but when they all start saying, no, no, they're, they're, they're them or UConn. This. I've shifted on this because like at the beginning of the season, I was like, don't say it. Stop right. Stop saying it. <laughs> and now I'm like, they're right. Like, it has to be a pick. has to be a pick. Right. I'm fairly indifferent, though, to be honest, because Hearing I think a lot say of say that. Well, because a lot of these shows are very. Reactive. You think they're doing it for clicks because it's a huge Purdue contingent in the in America? Because yeah. it isn't there. That's the thing not, I keep thinking. It like hurts their business unless it, it really does because they're not saying, "Oh, Kentucky could surprise right. people." North Carolina, they should. No, no. if they want UConn, right? Which ESPN is trying. I to mean, live. this this kind of yeah. goes. This kind of goes back to the to the point from a couple of years ago where Painter went from somebody that people ignored to the number one media coach like it it yeah. really like every yeah. me he's the number one ncaa basketball coach media darling yep. especially after jay wright retired i mean number, like you, your, your big thing about yeah. if painter wins a painter wins a title um he becomes the jay wright he becomes kind of the face the voice the conscience like, the best he's like, like you know thing in college likable yep like no, nobody dislikes them people are happy they won i mean it's 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 right He's, Bennett and then it would be Painter. So we got I a think, question over here. I got an answer over here because it, it matters to me. It may not matter to anybody else. But has LBD announced his commitment yet? He has not. I don't think he's going. Thanks, Joe. Um, he has not asked uh, announced where he's going yet. There may be a table with hats that I, I don't think. Maybe I'll do it on BS. I don't know. But um, it's only two hats right now. It's Cincy and Purdue. He's going to go into data analytics. Cincy. He's in the uh, well. Dude, Isn't Cincy one of those schools that you make comp you, yeah. you call like Louisville, a like a city college? Isn't that? What I you? did. I did call them a city college. I I went to that day on campus with the worst attitude, <laughs> and I was like, "These guys are awesome!" Like their business school is a brand new building. Like what the worst. Attitude? I believe. I believe this story one. Oh, uh, without a doubt. <laughs> he's, he's like, I was grumpy. Got like a mean face on. Uh, yeah, pissed off. Don't yeah, exactly. Shut up, college kid. The tree is stupid. Bearcat. Bear I hate the color bear red. Cat. Yeah, it's not even Cincinnati real. Cincinnati chili is terrible. By the way, the bearcat's not real. If you, if you want to, it really is. What? what a mascot! Not a real thing. Though. Not a real thing. But put that out on a leash. I don't. I don't want to dig in. By the way, if my son chooses Cincinnati, I'm still not going to be a Cincinnati fan. Um, but but he has not decided. He is waiting for all the financial stuff. Unlike his dad, he has schools interested in giving him money, which is really cool. What? What is that? Yeah. His dad, his dad was like, I thought you were going to say, unlike his, his, his hand, please, please take me. I thought you were going to say, unlike his dad, he's patient. Uh, yeah, that's true. I, I made my decision. I mean, I said decision in October. It was a different era back of, then. Of eighth grade. <laughs> no, I had enrolled at Miami of Ohio and then I changed my, yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't was given a choice. So my dad told me I could apply to whatever school I wanted to, but I was going to go to Purdue. As long as, as long as it rhymed with her due. <laughs> as long, I could I could apply to wherever I wanted, but that for that check was gonna go to 
to Purdue. Wow. That's yeah. what in like the most monotone voice too. There wasn't that's any awesome. passion behind it. It was just like that's this great. is what's gonna happen. That's the thing. So many people apply to just one place. It amazes me. I applied to like three or four. Yeah. My son, I made him apply to like four because I wanted I him to, like to seven. I applied to one. Gracious. Anish? I'm uh uh, no, no, no. You. Uh, this is where the av- No, this is where the averages are thrown off because I am an Indian, <laughs> and uh, so we we apply. We are only two dozen schools and up uh, that that must be applied for. What? So, yes. <laughs> I think I probably put in legitimately like eighteen applications. Yeah, 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 I applied to like eighteen schools. But this was before Gosh. Common Apps. How many did you easy. visit? One like a dozen, maybe what? What? Yeah, yeah man. And this is before Dude, you got Indians, free days out off campus, right? This is not in the era. This is Indians. Yeah, right. You just, I mean, because they didn't give you, like, right now the high school my son goes to, they give, they give you like six days or something where you can go take campus visits. No, these were weekend. These were weekend trips. These were yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What were you worried you weren't going to get in anywhere? Why would you apply? No, this schools? is the thing. You got to do your research. You got to go. You got to visit. Gotta you do gotta, your own research. They and then like so, my I I uh, my mom was a professor. My Purdue graduate mom um, was a professor at Butler, Butler so I would have yeah. got there free. But also, you get tuition exchange. So I would have gotten to like you know sev- like there's like a list of like eighty schools you would have gotten kind of tuition. Maybe not eighty, but like fifty schools that legitimately that you got like an exchange for. And so it was like that kind of. Uh, you know, increased it, but like, yeah, no, no, no. This is my me is where the average is thrown off here. My yeah. By the way, some people in the margin are mentioning Skyline. The last visit to uh, Cincy, we went to Skyline, which is right near campus, like one of the original Skyline Chili's, and it's like a little diner. And and every time I eat Skyline, I'm gonna have diarrhea, but it's totally <laughs> worth it. Oh. It's delicious. Totally worth it. I was waiting. Can you tell the difference? Just get me near a toilet. Can you tell the difference? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've ever had Skyline actually. Well, it's very, very good, and it, it, it's it's not great. It's like Fritos and like Chef Boyardee. Oh, no, dude, no, it's got the cinnamon and uh, man, it's great. Uh, cinnamon. I, I visited Purdue you. after uh, the women's basketball team were the runner-up in '01, mm-hmm. and so we're touring campus, and there's like broken glass everywhere. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's good stuff. This is where I'm going to be. Yeah. We had this conversation. I mean, I, that's I, what Jay, yeah, Jay Money. Go ahead. I went on my tour the morning after they advanced to play Duke in the in the '94 tournament. So I was. And on, it was a sunny day, and the there were no clouds in the sky, and we're like, "This is what it is every day." Eight eight basketball weird. team. We're just getting started here. Yeah, we're yeah. just getting started. <laughs> yeah, I been back that. to that pinnacle twice since then. Yep. Mm. So you guys all feel very good. It sounds like, and oh. wrap it up. It, uh, we've got a consensus that we all feel very good about the tournament. Listen, I'm taking things one game at a time. Oh, I'm only thinking about uh, I'm only thinking about Minnesota to the point where uh, maybe I'll have to make a pilgrimage. Uh, who knows? We'll see. We'll have to see. It may be. It may be. It may not be. Who knows? Um, Meet Anisha Day. But my big thing, exactly. My big thing is like, man, I got it. Like. Whether it's in the regular season or in Indy or in March or no, 
where is the where what stupid city is Arizona, the is Minneapolis? The big Ten, big Ten. No, the Big Ten tournament. Minneapolis. Is it Minneapolis? Yeah, Minneapolis. In Minneapolis or in uh, you know You'll go to Minneapolis? Is that what you're saying? What? Oh my god. No, I, never. You gotta I have to go somewhere to see Zach again. Like I before the go season is Lafayette. out, like I gotta yeah, go, go to see go to West Lafayette on uh, March second. I maybe maybe who knows who knows well, maybe all of us are planning my West Lafayette trips. I'll be there. Who knows? Wow, big big. I'll tell you I this. Be, though, this is a controversial the opinion in our group chat, calendar, but I have no desire to go to an NCAA tournament game. <laughs> no, it's not controversial. <laughs> it's not. I I while I will probably attend at least one NCAA tournament game, I completely who wants to watch it in isolation and darkness in a basement in a dark room like, separate it was deprivation tank i just want to was... get i get it i get it what good has it ever done to watch purdue uh in a high stakes game and i cannot i don't want to be mad outside of my house right right irrationally too where you're then embarrassed because right. you're looking at right. yourself from the outside like what you have to like explain yourself to people no i just want to go home and i want to sit someplace dark and just think about stuff. For exactly. Me. Think about all my mistakes. Do some I've thinking. My whole life. Can you imagine? Can you imagine how awful it was to be oh. in Columbus last year for that game as a Purdue fan? We came so yeah. close, man. I know. We, we were yeah, I know. so close yeah. to going, and that would have been awful. Um, we were pretty much like locked into the second game because it was Columbus and we were going to go and we had a plan to convince Blair Dow to make the drive like at last minute so and we were going to do it and it didn't happen. This has happened happen. to us a couple of times because we were going to go when they beat, if they were going to, if they beat St. Peter's, you and I were going to be in Philly for the Elite Eight. Yeah, that's correct. That's and correct. then where was it after in the Final Four was in Houston, which is very close to my house. Yes. Oh, yeah, we were going to live in, we were going to live in the garage. Town. We were just you were gonna, gonna come and, and, and you this were gonna year. go to the game without me because there was no way. So by the way, guys, this is not a joke. My buddy Ron Gables in the in the uh, margin here, and he he told me at the beginning of the season, I've got tickets for Columbus and Detroit, and I was like, Indian Detroit, you gotta be, you gotta. Be. No, I think it's Columbus. Think he it's says Columbus. he he just said it right now. NCAA is no, in Indian, Indian Detroit. Indian, I am a glutton okay, for Indian Detroit. Okay. But he was in Columbus. He got he got. He got Tickets for both of them, like in November or December, I think. I was like, "Are you drunk?" Unless a he wasn't, unless he a, wasn't. He's not kidding around. So unless a uh, collapse happens, it seems like Indy is gonna happen. Like it seems like Purdue is gonna get a yep. one seed, and they are the only one. The thing that's crazy is Purdue's resume is already written. That's the thing. It's, if you look at yeah. last year, how they still got the one seed, even though they were losing like every other game. It was already written then too. It was written because they had. Had so they're many quad one, one wins. One. Yeah, they're quad one. Yeah. And it's not. Even and to me, they're they're the one only one, one that competes in the Midwest. Maybe Marquette can get there. Maybe, but to me, like lock in that indie spot. So like yeah. that's they're that's, so far ahead. Resident. I really do think that that is an advantage because like it it becomes Mackey. Like, but our joke is like, why don't we just play the entire? Why don't we build the whole plan out of the black box? Just play all the games in Mackey. Just play the tournament in Mackey. I do solution I, is simple. After these two years, I do think that Indy is going to be an advantage that will push kind of Purdue in a way that usually only benefits Kansas when they get elite eight games at Kansas. You know, or, or I mean, it's Kansas City. It's not terribly far, but like. You know, they get basically, you know, home games for for deep tournament runs. I think 
for us, I think the opening weekend will be played in Indianapolis unless a, a big thing will happen. Um, and so at least, at least there's some solace, yeah. I'm saying, convincingly. Yeah, I don't. And Jennifer has a point. Uh, teams four through, uh, is it four through seven, all have five losses already. And that's that kind of cements. And they're going to lose more. And, and none of those teams that's have crazy. the wins that Purdue has. No. Nor do they have the opportunity to pick up some that would put them in parity. One or two. So I actually like, I know that a lot of people, this goes against the way that the AP ballot usually works, but I really like the way that Gary Parrish does his, where he does not do a ballot and then a reactionary lose win. Like if you beat a team, you jump, and if you lose, you, you drop, right? What he does is every day he takes a blind look at the resumes. No matter what, win or lose, no matter what, by how much, it's like you're seeding. These are the best teams. So this like, is what you could be done. one or two, and you're still one or two because your resume is still good, no matter what happened to you last night. Right. It's not like the exact. It's it's the, it's what Derek was talking about, which is it's not like December through February, December through March didn't happen, right? Yeah. And so those games, when you're rating teams and ranking teams and looking at resumes, that is what you need to look at. You need to look at resumes with a fresh eye. The, and to that point, Jennifer's point here is really good, yeah. which is like I didn't realize that. Yeah. Like that is, like I don't know how far Purdue could fall. Actually, okay. um, let's not test it, but you know. Who are they going to lose to? That's like a. The, who, who would they yeah, lose my to? My son started asking the question. These questions? Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> I mean, is anyway. this isn't like a testing fate thing. Like that, we've seen Purdue no. do all sorts of things we've where you can play at a slow pace. You can have guys not play well. You can have guys play excellently. You can have other teams with two exceptions. I mean, think about what it took to beat Purdue. The statistic improbabilities it took to beat Purdue this year. Like seventy percent shooting from three exactly. and a half. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's absolutely stupid. And they beat a team that shot 70% and a half from right. Three. Yeah. That, that one is even more ridiculous. Well, can we, can we just look real quick? Um, the rest of the season, <laughs> you talk about Edie getting to watch these final games of Edie. He, he's going to eat, man. He's going to versus yeah, Minnesota this is why. at Ohio state versus Rutgers at Michigan <laughs> versus Michigan state. Oh, all right. At Illinois, which is the one game I think they'll lose, and then versus Wisconsin. So, which if there were, if there were uh, Illinois, obviously is the scariest game of the group. Yeah. What's the second scariest for you guys? What's what are the? Does anyone have Ken Palm up? The Ken Palm pro, win, yeah. game. Oh, don't look at Ken, that. Don't give me yeah. give me the gut. I mean reaction. Illinois. Give me the Illinois. Gut Michigan reaction. State are the two. Um, Do you say to Michigan me, I'm not State, worried really? about. Maybe at Michigan. No, it, it the Ken Michigan? Palm answer was it. Yeah, exactly. The Ken Palm answer is Illinois and Michigan State. But uh, to me, like to me, Rutgers. It's always yeah, Rutgers. Rutgers, Rutgers is always Rutgers like this. I know that they're not good. I know. I know that they're right. not good. I know that they're not but good. They still like got this. Cliff. It and it's, and uh, LBD brought up a point. They they had a, a transfer that was activated about two weeks ago. I can't mm -hmm. remember his name right now, and he's really good. And since he's come make on, no sense anymore. I it doesn't make any damn sense. Nothing makes sense anymore. It's like you picked them up off the waiver wire. Well, right. that happened well it was an NCAA thing. They, for some yeah. reason, they decided to care about Rutgers' transfer, and they bring this kid in, and and they've been good since he came on. So, so I'll so, say, I'll say, Minnesota has been kind of feisty. Yeah, yeah, they have. I, I'm impressed. And, I'm, I'm impressed and, with and it's it's not a home game. Oh no, it is a home. It game. Is, no, it's a home it game. I think Purdue's going to beat them by twenty. I think Purdue's going to kill them. 
So I I won't be cagey here. Uh, The NBA All-Star Game is in Indianapolis this weekend. So my brother and I are driving up to West Lafayette on Thursday for the Purdue game because he's never been in the friendly confines of Mackey Arena. That's incredible. Um, And then uh, we will spend Friday through uh, Sunday just walking around downtown Indianapolis pointing at NBA players. That's going to be – that's the plan. That would be cool. It'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be fun. So shout out, I, I, I uh, shout out to whatever Zachy's about to do in the back half or the last kind of stretch of this because yeah, yeah there is no. I mean, th- you know, Illinois is really good. Michigan State is solid, but like, I mean, Michigan State is Michigan State, but like, you know, um, uh, they're talented, but they're not. They're not great. I suppose the correct answer is Michigan State, but it's at home. Um, but this slate is like, you know, let Edie get to his. 25 and 15 and you know it like calmly you know put away the season yeah right you know, well, there were a couple of purdue fans that thought you know if, if ed does what he's capable of doing which is grabbing 20 boards he he, he passes joe barry carroll carroll versus minnesota in the rebound uh thing i did a little you know a dig a deep on where he is on all the stats and how close he is to the top it's really incredible it is really incredible how good he is and how much we've all come to think, uh, 18 points and 10 rebounds. Eh. Like, right? That that's that's kind of just an okay game. And it's I mean ridiculous. The 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 two man game with Braden Smith has come such a long way yeah. from last yeah. year. His passing and his trusting the other guys and the other guys delivering. Um, kind of works really well. He's got that dump off pass really, uh, you know, you know what he does more than anything. Then... He knows where everybody's supposed to be on the court in a play. So he, that stupid thing that we all hate when he leaves his feet and you're like, don't leave your feet. And he leaves his feet, but he knows exactly where Jones is supposed to be. And he knows where a lawyer's supposed to be and knows where Edie's supposed to be. So it's like a quarterback going through their progressions. Bang, bang, bang. I'm going to make my decision. It's, incredibly tough he's he's been good enough where you kind of have to just trust him when he does right right whereas last year you were like you clearly yeah no idea what you're doing like this year it's 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 he's he's earned that trust yeah yeah okay outside of Edie and smith who's your mvp oh lance lance is that easy easy is that easy that's easy yeah yes he, his, I mean, to me, it's pretty easy. His t- intangibles have just elevated this team. I loved the tech. I loved it. That was yeah. awesome. And so did he. And so did he. And like, yeah, <laughs> I love the tech. I love the dance that he did yep. earlier this yep. season. He, he does it every game, game now. Michael. He's it's every game time. He's, yeah, he he's, he's having so much fun. I'm telling you, he's the Danny Hope of, of and, Purdue basketball because and, he thinks he's living the dream every every day. He is. Awesome. And he's, he's adjusted his game. So he's he's been playing different than he did when he first started, which you kind of would expect for a new player, but it doesn't always like click in. Right. And he's, uh, I, I don't know, he's he's been fantastic. Yep. Just absolutely fantastic. The, the, the pace of play is higher because of him like you can point to so again all of those intangibles completely correct more so to me the fact that you need someone without a scar on the team that really wants it like you can't just have everybody wounded coming back and that fatalism kind of starts to settle in there you got to have somebody good enough and kind of boisterous enough like it like a kind of locker room leader enough to 
kind of rally everybody when, um, you know, when either things are on the ropes or when things are close or whatever, that will still, that will shoot that shot without any conscience. Right. And so Lance Jones kind of brings all of that. The tangibles, the measurables part of this is that produced pace of play is faster because of him. I don't think anybody pushes the ball like he does. The three point percentage is real. He's a good, I think his, oddly his, his defense his guard defense has probably been the part that I was expecting most Mora? that has disappointed yeah. at least the, right. the most. Yeah, but he relatively, has his, he, he has his moments on the perimeter. He has those moments where he's staying in front and you trust him in crunch time. Like in in crunch time, in those few close minutes that Purdue has played, Lance Jones is always on the floor and he always delivers yeah. to me. Like it's it's and we can, again, we say this affectionately, but. Fletcher Lawyer, the backcourt partner, does not quite deliver there yet. And so, and I do think yeah. that when when Braden Smith and when Braden Smith and Fletcher Lawyer are upperclassmen, maybe not on the defensive side of things, but that consistency, I think they're going to deliver it. But Fletcher isn't there yet. And that's where Lance fills in. So to me, like that's why like it's it's easy. By the way, um looking over the comments on the side, um I actually have a good one I do want to address, but those of you who were talking about the cost of tickets at the Final Four and hotels and don't stop, just stop, don't do this to yourself. And don't do it. It's not. It doesn't make any sense. Don't do because it. the stop. real cost is right here. <laughs> the friends we made along the way. Exactly. The real cost, the real is, cost is the friends we've made along yes. the way. That is actually super accurate. <laughs> that is the, the well, friends. You, the friends too. you've lost by going through a rage fit along by the by not being able to explain your current emotional state exactly. in a way that someone can understand. Well, By the way, one thing I love picking up on it, like I, all these great videos that the creative team puts out are yeah, awesome. Sure. But one thing that's awesome, I, I looked at, I'm a shoe guy. So I was looking at different players' shoes and like, I hate the fact that everybody wears different shoes. I'm old fashioned like that, which is weird as a shoe guy. But the Lance, Lance, I think he was so bothered by the way he played offensively in the first half versus IU. He switched shoes at halftime. I love that. Yeah, and then yeah. when he hit his three, you could tell he was like, Damn, "I love it." It's about must time. be the must be the wheels. It's got to be. It's got to be the shoes. This exactly. I can't. Like, oh, you're crazy. crazy! Perfect. Yes. Perfect. Yes. It's the right amount of insanity. Just the yep. right amount. And that's why I think he's got. The, it's to your point, right, Michael? That he's got the right amount of insanity. He's got the right amount of insanity. Yes. He's perfect. Yeah. He is. He is the perfect fit. He is not the perfect player. He is the perfect fit. Oh, yeah. completely. Came to Purdue for free. No NIL deal in place when he came to Purdue. Is that true? It's true. Wow. How the hell did you find that out? I can't find any information ever out on NIL. I do so much research, and I'll find, like, rumor stuff. They're like, no, they gave him a pink pony, and it's $7 billion. I'm like, I don't know. That's, that's we're true. talking Purdue, not AM. Right. Right, right exactly. <laughs> well, and, and so, honestly, though, like, this is kind of the argument for – um, and, and so, uh, first, let me say, like, if you got the guaranteed bag, take it. Like, take the guaranteed bag. If somebody's promising you eight hundred thousand dollars to go to Miami, go and take that bag. It's worked out real well. But there is a there is a um, a persuasive argument to say that 
one of the things that might make you a little bit more um, like uh, if you don't have that guarantee, if it is kind of the thing that breaks the tie, it is joining a team with a track record of success, a coach with a track record of spotlighting players, even if they just joined that um, if they've earned it. Right. No matter what, like Southern Illinois, and he was unranked on all of those transfer rankings. Right. And he's now kind of integral in every crunch time. Lineup. Damn. And then like now, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that like he gets a car deal going forward, depending on how far Purdue's um, run goes right. this year. But like you're kind of betting on yourself here. You're betting on the team and you're betting on the infrastructure and it might pay off for him. Like in the end off. where like, I, well, and I think like, he's not going to play in the NBA, but he's going to, he will have opportunities to play Europe, yeah. professional ball that I think uh, you only get when you come to a team that's willing to integrate you like that. Yep. So he, yep. he made the right, he bet on himself and he absolutely made the right bet and kudos to painter for not chasing the, 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 the big names or, and or there's really he, no story out there that he did chase a big name, right? There's yeah. none of that. I haven't heard one. I think Llewellyn was the biggest one. Just that, that's not Llewellyn like going after one, um, but he did. But I don't even exactly. know how serious that was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Painter is not. He, he. I think it's pretty clear that's not what he wants to build the program on. So. Um, and there's no reason. I mean, it was. It was. I know we had Derek on kind of earlier, and maybe this was a good time. It would like we should have brought it up then, but um, you know there was the the I think it was in the athletic story of like if you're if you're wondering, or maybe it was you know in the Star or something. But like if you're if you grew up in Indiana, and you grew up rooting for wondering where Bob Knight's program has right. gone, like look at what's yeah, yet, right? Which is like that, right. That's it. I th I thought one of them. So I, wa I wanted the knife, to give them. That's credit. the knife twist. I wanted to give it one is. of. Them. I didn't know. Especially um, when you've got Painter like, who wanted to go to IU. I mean, there's an alternate reality out there where we're having a much different conversation. Right. There's all sorts of things that are like that where you're like, what if, you know, but that's a pretty big what if. It's a, it's a, it's a program shifting what if. So, and but we all have seen that Purdue is built on some sort of cursed sure, burial ground. Sure. But um, the way that, so if you're not going to, could break through when Carson is shooting lights out like this. If you're not going to break through, um, you know, when like anything kind of happened, like, you know, all of these like uh, um, uh, kind of runs happen. Um, the only time that you're going to break this kind of curse is just if you keep knocking on the door, yep. you keep, you know who you are, you know who the program is, you know, um, kind of the players you're looking for and you keep, go like you keep building the same team like or different teams but at i the think same next year will be a very different yeah, very high over. level very different team like it's gonna yeah. be very different and uh like we just talked about it's the most athletic team we've ever seen so that's like that's a really interesting thing that you're almost like turning the page on an entire i don't want to say entire philosophy but i would say early painter uh time at purdue it was all hard defense based right and then there's a middle where you're like, okay, don't know exactly what's defining us right now, trying to figure out. And then it's like big men. That's that's the Purdue way. And next comes athleticism. Very, very, very different chapters. So um, I think guys like Ray Davis, who have been – he's been awesome, um, would say, yeah, that athleticism that this team's going to have next year is something that we've never seen at Purdue. 
Uh, we'll, we'll see, but uh, I will be seeing Zach at least uh, at at least one or two more. So times. you you have your you have your tickets uh, in hand already for I do I do yes I've had it on in hand for a while. Very good, very good. So like uh, my whole thing, my philosophy, I usually buy. I don't ever buy a full season again because it makes me feel like it's work, especially in the dead of winter. We haven't had a brutal winter this year where you're like driving to Purdue and drifts across 65 or whatever, you know, that's the absolute worst. Um, we haven't had that type of winter, which is thank God, but it still feels like for me, it's so hard with work and kids stuff to say, okay, I got to go to another game, but it's a quite a different thing when tickets fall in my lap. So I'll get two to three tickets and then my pals will be like, I got one for you. And like a day, I'm like, okay, I'm lobbying. Hey, is that all right? Mrs. Boiler dad. <laughs> It's been a great season for that, you know, but um, yeah, it's uh, I hope you I hope you get us a big resounding W with your brother. Your brother deserves to see that, too. It's a good fan. Either he's way, at the bucket game. Seeing, that dude just seeing a loud man. Yeah, he just yeah. sees he just sees fun when he right. comes up to Purdue. That, that, that was super fun. So I hope it's not that type of fun where it's a back and forth fun. That was that, no. that would not be ideal. Exactly. Blowout would be. Yeah, super I fun. would love it if. Purdue didn't play a competitive game for the rest of the season and just like just won. Just do so you would be okay with that at this point? Because we talked about this back in December about the nightmare scenario of Purdue winning too many in a row going into the tournament. <laughs> Is that too many I in a row? Because that would I be, don't think the pressure that, the pressure that's fifteen straight say, wins going to the Big say, Ten tournament. No, he didn't say Purdue plays. He did, he said I would be happy if Purdue does not play a competitive game again. So I think that could be. That could be Purdue gets blown out. He I loses could, to Illinois. They lose to Illinois by fifteen, and it's not really that competitive, right? Thank you. Yeah. I would take this. Yeah. I would take this. reset the clock then, right there. Now we start again with reset Lee. the clock, and then you just re- you rattle another, off another, another eight game win streak. One Six last thing I did want to ask, and we can definitely do this on a future one too. Who give me a give me a fun dark horse Big Ten tournament since we don't care Big Ten tournament winner. A dark horse has to be a dark horse. Well, a non-Purdue, non-Illinois, non-Purdue. non-Purdue I mean, non-Illinois. like I think if anybody except Purdue wins, like, um, like who could do it that you would be like, yeah, that wouldn't shock me, and they're otherwise Nebraska. like, yeah. Mm. I I was gonna say like it. I really do think that the two most dangerous teams in a single elimination tournament are the ones that can catch fire with the guards like that, and it's Northwestern and is Nebraska, any- right? Oh, and they've proven is, is his- and maybe that's our scars like maybe that's bias oh, that's and our scars kind of has show Barry's up. injury like, been have they said what it was so that's the caveat i don't i think it might be i it, not good yeah. i that's that's and that'd be crushing to them because he's really important and really good but um I, would, yeah, I think I would, without Barry, I don't think they make much. Joe I think Rutgers is a good. Is Joe Ensley says Rutgers. I I like Rutgers as a because that would also upend the apple cart of Big Ten getting teams in because then you have to let Rutgers in because they get the auto bid because of the stupidity of NCAA tournament. There's only been one team that earned their way into the tournament in the championship, right? Michigan is that true? And they lost. Is, don't you agree? What do you mean, Michigan? Like they got no, so they, Michigan was like a seven seed when they went through and Purdue and lost in the championship. Is that right? Am I remembering this correctly? When they, when they skidded off the runway, <laughs> they beat Purdue in that tournament. They made the dance. And a lot of people thought they were a bubble team coming in. That to me looks like a team that earned their way into the tournament in the big yeah, tournament. It's exceedingly rare, uh, but I, but I don't think, I don't know if I would say that. Rare. it generally doesn't affect anything in the big 10. Like we've, as Purdue fans, uh, we've watched it. 
It no, but I think there are teams that solidify their chance of getting in by having a good, like we win a game or two in the Big Ten tournament. And and usually in the Big Ten, it's seeding. Yeah, right? I think you, you can, rarely go from bubble right. to there. Yeah, like I think Penn State made, may have made a run back in the day when they had like battle or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. um, uh. But again, those are the guards. So, like to me, like I could see Bowie doing it. Did, oh, yeah. I mean, didn't like, win. Um, tell me, that's a bad. Tell me, I'm deal. wrong. When like, Minnesota made their, was it Minnesota? I think it was Minnesota made a mini run. Uh, was it Nebraska? They made a mini run, and everybody thought they'd get in because they got to the semifinal. And they didn't make it. And they didn't make it yeah. under Patino, under Little Patino. I think right? that's true. Ah, uh, yes, yes, that's exactly it. Yeah. Minnesota under Little yeah. Patino. Yeah, and that's like, right. and to me, that's typical. Like, I don't think anybody cares about the Big Ten tournament, and I don't think anybody cares about tournaments. How about that? That's the name. Conference tournament. <laughs> Conference We're, tournament. Uh, well, no, I mean, we're Purdue fans. It's the Nobody cares we, about we beat you to it. Sadly, sadly, I care way too much. Like, I, I care way too much. But I don't know what I don't. I really don't know what else you're supposed to do in this era. Um, I don't know yeah. that it. the The advice at the end of this podcast is go see Zach Eady. Just go see Zach Eady because that yep. we're not. This is that. This is it. Time Purdue's three, the three times, three times in Mackey. That's it. Three times left. That's that's what he got left. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You were talking about this earlier today. That's just that like, game against that crazy. game senior Zach Eady's senior day against Wisconsin. That's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be awesome, and they're gonna beat Wisconsin by a billion. Yeah, they're gonna beat them senseless. I hope so. <laughs> no hope hopes. So. They're going no. to kill they them that night. Oh my god! I mean, I don't. I we, we, talk about skidding off the runway. Absent from this, I think we were we were making fun of Boiler Dad and Little Boiler Dad uh, earlier about a month ago, or maybe more than that for counting losses when you know, Wisconsin was making the run. I don't believe, and I, I'm happy to be wrong. I don't believe in this Wisconsin team. At no, all. I don't either. Like, I just, like, I think guard is a fine He's coach. Fun. I think guard is okay. I just don't, this Wisconsin team does not have the juice, man. Right, right. Like, and there might be Purdue. They might go, whatever. I'm happy to be wrong. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. So it, it, go see Zach. That's the moral of today. All of today's, both sports media. It's going to be many monies dude, though. That's the problem incredible. you've got now. It's it. You're you're gonna you're gonna it, spend man. you're gonna spend what 150 at least, at least starting. It's not uh you know it's not like you know Purdue's got uh you know a five star prospect uh you know uh, nephew of the greatest professional basketball player in the state of Indiana coming next year where you have to spend your money on on yeah, catchings coming. but so yeah don't worry about it don't worry about the future you right. worry about the present man it's if the itch have just scratch it man yeah. just scratch the yeah. itch yeah. it'll go it's fine. it'll be electric in there and the, the paint crew's been bringing it all season they've been awesome so uh it, that was that was a, that was there's so many good visuals the other night i just i can't get over that stuff i i i wish i didn't eat it up and just revel in it for two three days afterwards but i always why do. would you wish you didn't do that that's great i don't know it's just it's like it was you're I mean, enjoying the ride i am enjoying the ride that's true that's true i'm following yeah. my own advice but the yeah. but i'm like iu mediocre team you should beat iu badly and purdue didn't play that well and they still beat them up you know so that's uh yeah that's fun so, well, guys, uh, we are we are well past an hour in this handsome basketball beat. Um, and thanks to everyone for tuning for, for being here. We had LBD here. We had Derek Schultz here. And we had Michael here. One of the funniest sidebars, I got to tell you about this. My nephew, uh, 
think we're getting a little ice cream after watching Fisher's high school uh, upset number one LN. They're number two. And um, and they were tuning in live to the Hanson or to the basketball beat. And my nephew says, who's that guy? <laughs> and I almost told this story with that guy here. And uh, my son said, that's Michael. He said, who's Michael? <laughs> it's great. I love it. I love it. Uh, but for, for those of you who don't know who Michael is, you haven't been, you, I mean, I guarantee there are people that haven't seen Michael before because our numbers show there've been some new viewers yeah. and listeners. Yeah. So Michael is, is Michael and Anish were a tandem before um, they came on boiled sports on, on their own show. And uh, in the, in, there's now a star. Yeah. Michael, in the, Michael had a different, but he's the host of this. Michael's the host. Yeah. Of this the, is his show. And now he's gone. He's, He's hosted uh, every week. He's just sometimes he's silent spirit. more than more than <laughs> others. Uh, just like now, he's here in spirit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but uh, I think an hour forty-five. I think we've done. Yeah, I think we have. Time. I think we have. And I appreciate it. if you're still listening. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to uh, my co-host Jay Anish and Michael, who is here in spirit. I love you guys. Good night. <laughs>